Hey everybody. Welcome to Trashy Talking. Oh my god. I'm your host, Emily, and this is some great popcorn I'm eating because I didn't realize we were starting it. <laughs> and I'm millennial with an E. And today we're gonna to be talking about this 80s slasher movie called Chopping Mall. Chopping Mall. It not Shopping. No, it's shopping, shopping with, with a C. C. <laughs> it, you know, when I first, when I went to FYE, it's a, it's a, like a movie music store for those that don't know. This was years ago and I was looking through the DVDs and the horror section had the weirdest movies and that was one of them. And the poster was like this shopping bag with like a head inside and this weird like hand, like almost a hairy like wolf a- hand. It but was, it was like mechanical. Yeah, it, it was, was like weird. mechanical. It was really weird. And I kept thinking, oh, this movie sounds interesting. People are going to get chopped up at the mall or something. And then I was very misleaded. Very misleading. <laughs> For those who have never seen this movie, it came out in, what was it, 1983, 84? Uh, I think it was actually 86. I am terrible. I feel bad. I, should, I shouldn't mislead these people. And I've seen this movie four times. You think I, that would have registered? <laughs> Listen, honestly, I feel like the 80s in general have become like meshed into just one yeah. long year. So it's just one long year. I'll give but it to you. <laughs> this film, for those who have not seen it, it's about a group of, I want to say young adults because I really don't think they're teens. Yeah, they're definitely So they're definitely not. young adults who work at the mall and they get locked into the mall overnight, which in itself is like a good plot for a film. Yeah. And by the sound of the name, Chopping Mall, you think it's going to be about a serial killer in the mall. It is not. It is actually about security robots that go rogue. And what causes them to go rogue, Ellen? Oh my god, I... (sighs) Okay. You guys are not going to believe this. It caused by freaking, like, I think a lightning bolt. Like a lightning bolt, bolt, like, hit, like, a circuit in the mall security room or whatever and caused these robots to go apeshit. I wish I was joking. That was my water bottle, by the way. And in my notes, I literally wrote, Chopping Mall sounds like a serial killer film. Original title was Killbots, and Killbots would make more sense. However, if you were to go to a movie theater and the person you're with is like, which would you rather see, Killbots or Chopping Mall? To me, personally, it would be Chopping Mall. Chopping Mall is along the lines of something we would see. Exactly. This is also around the same time that Sleepaway Camp, um, the original Halloween, and Nightmare on Elm Street all came out around the same time. Oh, so wow. it makes sense as of why they would want to try to stick with that yeah. slasher title, even though this is <laughs> technically not a slasher film. Um, like As yeah, Ellen said, it's... she first heard of this movie due to going into our local mall years ago and seeing the poster for it. I found out about it through a YouTube channel called Dead Meat. I don't know if anybody has ever heard of them. They oh, actually talk about, they do Kill Count and they have their own podcast. Oh, if you yeah, have not yeah. ever heard of them, please check them out. James is fantastic and Chelsea. I actually cut my hair to around to what Chelsea did because she's such an icon. Oh, so if you God. haven't checked Dead Meat out on any podcast or even YouTube, please check them out. They, if you love horror, you're going to love them because they know what they're talking about. And we're just two idiots who watched a movie <laughs> and thought, let's talk about it. I, I, 
I mean, I get what you're saying about which would you rather see Killbots or Chopping Mall, because I love the play on words. That's what drew to me when I first saw the DVD cover in the store. I thought, oh, this is an interesting, like, play on words, an interesting title. And then I'm watching this movie, and, like, it was, it was entertaining. Like, don't get me wrong. I did actually enjoy it. But, spoiler alert, no one really got chopped. And, and as weird as this is going to sound, I was actually kind of bummed. Like, is I that really, bad? <laughs> I really wanted one of them to get run over by the robots. I did. <laughs> I know over? that's... Because I figure if you if, if your villain has wheels or is something that drives, you need to get run over. I think that's True. why I love the film Christine so much. Because <laughs> it's literally a car. It's, it's a wheel. Yeah. If it is on wheels, you are bound to get hit. Oh and if you God. don't get hit... It's a tease. That's funny. It's a tease. That's actually kind of true. I just, I just don't understand, like, who thought, oh, we're going to change the title of the chopping mall, but we're not going to, like, edit the scenes or make it look like anyone got chopped up to bits. <laughs> a genius, obviously. I, I bet you half the people that saw this film was expecting people to get chopped true. in the mall. You know, sometimes you need a twist. Oh, y'all wanted a twist? They're robots, and they They're can't robots. shop. But they could shoot lasers. Star Wars lasers. Now, for those who have not seen this film, <laughs> there are some notable people. And by notable, I mean people who have more or less been in other horror movies. So the first person that probably is a name that some horror fans would uh, remember or really recognize is Barbara Crampton. And she plays the mother in your next, oh, which is a more, okay. I can't really call it an indie horror film. Like it, it is pretty mainstream. It was very good because it was very like a suspense slasher film. Yeah. We have Kelly Maroney, I believe her name is pronounced. And she was in Fast Times at Ridgemont High. And she was also in The Night of the Comet, which <laughs> is, I believe, by the same director or writer of this film. We have Russell Todd. Uh, he was in Friday the 13th Part 2. Apparently, I have John Todd. I definitely mixed one of their last names up. Disrespectful <laughs> on my end. Hang on, she has the IMDb. Yeah. He's the one that plays Mike. Okay, let's see. John Turleski. I don't know why I wrote Todd twice. I do apologize. <laughs> but he was in Death Striker 2 or Death Stalker. I'm two for two on fucking this guy up. <laughs> Death Stalker. Death Stalker, thank you. <laughs> no problem. We have Carrie Emerson. She was in The Evils of the Night. We have Nick Siegel, who was in School Spirit. And we have my absolute I favorite member of waiting. this cast. Here he comes. is the background to my mini iPad. Tony O'Dell, who, if you do not know me by now, was in both Cobra Kai season two and the Karate Kid. I believe he had three lines at most in the Karate Kid. Oh my God. <laughs> By God, I love him. He is so adorable. Wait, is he the one that says, put him in a body bag? No, that's oh, Tommy. No. And he's the one that, I'm not saying what happens. Oh, it could no. be a spoiler alert. I feel terrible now. I'm so sorry. Oh my no, God. No, if I remember correctly, because again, he has very little lines in the Karate Kid. Maybe we'll watch it later and we'll find out. I believe he's the one on the, doing the Halloween fight when they're like in the skeleton costumes. I think 
he's the one that says he's had enough. But oh. that could have also been Bobby. Again, they played my man dirty. Could have been somebody, honestly. Shout out to <laughs> shout out to Katie, who loves Jimmy so much. And shout out to Christy, who also loves Jimmy and is known for loving Jimmy on Twitter. So shout out to both of my gals. Oh my I adore you both. And thank it. you for sharing pictures of him on Twitter because by God, he is a gorgeous man of the eighties and he aged very well now as well. He is really handsome. I'm kind of surprised he, he was in a TV show that I used to watch. Really? I for the life of me cannot remember at the moment. Feel free to entertain yeah, them while, while I look it up. And I just and I was just talking about it too. I was gonna say he definitely like gives off like he could have been like a leading guy in like a coming of age movie. Head of the class. Did oh you ever God. watch that? No, but I love the eighties talked about it. Yes. Isn't this the one where all like these like kind of nerdy people are all in like a They're class like, together? And they have a radio station. I used to watch it with my oh, that's brother. Right, the teacher was like a radio DJ yeah. or something. I used to watch it with my brother, and he's one of the main, but he's not one of the main. You know, oh, you know that because there's there's a large ensemble of yes. the cast. So there's like eight different cast members. Oh, okay. He's one of them, and he's gorgeous in it. So Tony uh, O'Dell, if you happen to be watching it, please feel free to join our podcast one day. We yes. will we will happily talk about whatever you want, yeah, sir. Whatever you want, we're in. All right. <laughs> So please, now, first of all, we're going to talk about, because we did name a few few people, we're going to talk about the couples, because there are some couples. Yes. We got Rich and Linda, Rick, I'm sorry, Rick and Linda, <laughs> who are married, and by just them saying that they're married, you know one of them has to die, if not both of them. Absolutely. You got Greg and Susie, Mike and Leslie, and then our baby boy, Tony, playing Ferdy, and Allison. Ferdy. Ferdy. Not Freddy. Ferdy. And not Fergie. He's not Fergalicious. <laughs> He's Fergalicious. Fergalicious. Uh, and I just want to oh be, I just want to note, they stick with the, um, I don't really want to call them virgins, but they do stick with the virgin stereotype that, because they don't have sex. At one point in this film, there is somewhat of a slight orgy happening. They all have yeah. sex, not together, but in separate areas of the room. But Ferdy and Allison, they do not. They because he, they're watching Fucking some. He drinks respectful women juice. Yes. He drinks it up. No, they were watching some, I think, like, B-horror movie from the 50s, which I definitely think they put that in there on purpose to kind of bring, like, a connection to what's actually happening in Chopping Mall. Because you know when, like, a movie references another movie? Yes. And then it ends yeah. up becoming, like, yeah. a tool? I definitely think that's what... But the whole plot of this film is rather than having human security guards, yeah. they decide to do the futuristic thing, which is hiring yes, robots. <laughs> so they hire robots to more or less, you know, be the security and of course the lightning strikes and they become like the original title suggests, kill bots. Yeah. And these young adults are having a party in the mall. I believe it's the it's his uncle's store, right? It's yeah. his uncle's store, which I think is like a clothing store. Yeah. They're having which that. Which is so weird to me because it's not like they went to the back, like the stock room. They are out in yeah, the main the part of the store where any of the overnight staff or the or the freaking security, obviously, or the janitors, the custodians, sorry, 
they can see them. You know what I mean? It's not like they thought, oh, yeah. let's go to the back and get Brit. No, like, while, that to me and, was just weird. And <laughs> while they're partying and while they're having their little orgy, the first kill is the robot technician who is stabbed in the neck. He's reading, they come from outer space, even though the robots are not aliens, but maybe the lightning strike. But would you like to tell them who plays the robot tech? Yes, his name is Garrett. Graham, he was in a lot of movies, but one of my personal favorites is Phantom of the Paradise. He plays the character Beef, which is kind of like the prima donna type of character, but very androgynous, very entertaining. And they did him so dirty in this movie, and I will not let it go. <laughs> so dirty. He was so, and that actor was I don't also. I think he had a line. He spoke once or twice. Yeah. But he, I don't believe he was talking to anybody in particular. Yeah. But this actor also was featured in, I believe, Child's Play 2. He played, like, Andy's foster father. Oh, so that was fun. Okay. So he's also another person that you might recognize in the whole he's horror been in genre. He's so many things. So trust me, I'm sure you've seen him once or twice. And I'm going to turn this notepad because you wrote it. So I want you oh. to know because, yes, there's a specific plot point that we didn't bring up. Oh, yeah. yeah. Okay, so they're all at the store and they're getting frisky and this one couple this guy is going down on his girlfriend and she's like oh my god stop it that is that is disgusting you know, you know like, i don't allow that exactly and i'm like and i literally wrote what woman doesn't allow her man to eat her pussy i'm sorry but that like are you are you did she end up marrying dj Khaled? like i don't understand I'm not a king, obviously. My aunt is so disappointed in me right now. Anyway, <laughs> anyway, the one that did not want to be eaten out decides she, after having you know amazing sex, she really wants a cigarette. So her boyfriend, who I believe is Mike, who throughout the entire time he's in this film chews gum with his mouth open. Oh, so that alone was like a uh, he had to die. It's literally like Chicago where that one woman ends up killing her yeah. man because he was popping his gum. I finally get where she's coming from now. Because the whole yeah. time I was like, stop it. Close so, your mouth. So Mike goes out to get her cigarettes from the vending machine because this is back when smoking was casual and cool and yeah. didn't really call us cancer apparently. <laughs> so he went out and there was a bot there, a security bot, that if I remember correctly, I don't know if you can scroll down in the notes, it stabs him in the neck like it like yeah. pushes him down and then stabs him in the neck and that's enough to kill him yeah and he's gone for so long that his girlfriend goes out to look for him and a chase ensues yes and it's a that wonderful a chase fun. because she is in her underwear this kill bot that i guess that's what i'm just gonna yeah. refer to them as uh shoots her with lasers multiple times in the back it and was... in the ass has no effect on her and then out of nowhere she stops turns and looks at it and the laser the next laser that shot hits her in the head and her head explodes didn't do anything to her back didn't do anything nope, to her ass but the head but the head <laughs> head shot oh my god now <laughs> we get it i love Headshot. it and i think before that happened there was a scene with this uh this one custodian he's like cleaning the floors and then the two other custodians are like drinking on the job and laughing and he's all pissed off and then the robot is asking for his id badge because that was the original like job for these bots was to basically make sure no one was barging in at the mall and if you work there you show them your badge 
and and this janitor is getting so pissed off at this robot like he was about to whack it with his broom and i'm like why do you want to throw hands with this robot like are you not aware of the movie you're in also the robot was able to open like a random door at one point in the mall like one of those i think it was like an elevator doors and i'm like how did you do that you didn't even touch anything like it just and I even wrote about about the girl who got killed by the road. Keeps shooting at her ass, and it's fine. Shoots her head once, it dies. Like that's like, and the headshot is witnessed by the rest of the cast, obviously. <laughs> so they start flipping the hell out because the blood is splattered all over the door, all over the glass door, glass windows of the store. So they start freaking out. They run to the back, and they send the women up into the. They thought it was an air shaft yeah, I think it was like something a, um, like that it was like a like a conditioning air conditioning shaft or whatever yes. so all the women go into there and it's really cute <laughs> because all the women are like abandoning their boyfriends they go up and then allison looks at ferdy and he gives like this adorable like, i literally nod. wrote that i was like he gives her a kind face like, like it's like okay that. like he's like telling her it's, it's gonna, gonna be, be okay right. like and they go and then the guys go out and they decide they're gonna hunt the robot yeah and they go to a sports store which that is fantastic holds freaking guns but but my favorite part of this movie is that while they're there they're they're like oh oh no it's locked one of the guys is like don't worry i have the key and he throws something i don't mean, maybe he throws the key oh yeah it was he rick throw, he rick throws <laughs> something and he shatters the glass door and i generally don't remember if if that was meant to be that he was being like sarcastic yeah. or he's just an idiot he's like i got the key and he broke i feel the glass. like he was trying to be sarcastic but it was a great scene <laughs> and they go in and they get weapons and they're just casually looking at things and then they get like freaking shotguns and everything i just can't believe there was there's a store in the mall where like families teenagers go to and they have guns and you can just buy it i can promise you now maybe not now due to everything that's going on but you used to be I used to be able to buy guns at Walmart. Like, I remember seeing guns at no. I don't think they do it anymore I due to all the shootings that have been happening, but let's see. I am. Oh yeah, go let's ahead. Let's see what else. This is also ASMR. Like <laughs> popcorn. Yeah, so they get the guns, they get out of the air shaft, which is fantastic. At one point one of the characters says, they're trying to French fry us because the Robots realize that they are in the air shaft, so they turn the uh turn the heat up. Oh, so I they didn't are even literally burning. That. So yeah, so they I get they get into there and they're trying to escape and they almost make it, they do. And it's even better because the boys got weapons and they give Ferdy the tiniest little gun and there's like a spaghetti western That's style. Rude. Which is great because um, Tony O'Dell is by far the best crown short king that you could have in this world. <laughs> Love a short king. And the character of Allison takes a flare, she puts in her bra, and then she also throws a, what is that? It's a, um, a Montauk cocktail. Oh. As you can see, we're not very good with weapons. No. We- Molotov cocktail. Oh, she okay. takes a Molotov cocktail, she throws it at the robot, doesn't do anything, so now it's on fire and doesn't do anything. Yeah, yeah. And one of the characters of Susie, unfortunately, oh is, the, is the next to go. She pissed me off, though, at one point, because they're in the shaft, and it's mm-hmm. getting hotter. Mm-hmm. And she's like, 
I need to get out of here, blah, blah, blah. And I'm thinking, you are, you are like halfway there. You need to cool yeah. it. And then she, 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 instead of saying we need to get out of here for whatever reason, she's like, we have to make sure the boys are okay, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, they told you to go up there. Yeah. Like, I think they're fine. Like, it's the 80s. Yeah. You know, these guys, they, they're buying guns at the mall. I think they're going to be okay. Like, they're not even buying. They're stealing. They're, sti- they're stealing. Oh, he's stealing. Oh, he's stealing. Oh, he's stealing. But unfortunately, Susan is the next to go. She gets shot repeatedly by the robots. And it's fantastic because this thing is wheeling forward. All she would have to do is, like, roll over. Yeah. And she wouldn't, like, again, it doesn't run her over. No. It sets her on fire. And all her friends have to watch her burn. She's literally down. like on the floor, like crawling. Yeah. And she's like on fire, just screaming. Probably yep. one of the best screaming I've heard in a movie recently. After this, the group decides they really have to get rid of this one particular robot, which seems to be not the main one. The main one's at the end. But what they do is they trick it into going into the elevator, and then they're going to shoot a little thing of gasoline on top of the elevator. Yeah. The issue is all of them fucking suck at aim except for one person allison and you want to know why allison's really good at aim tell them ellen because her father was a marine a marine (laughs) shout out to all of our grease Grease fans. fans I still love that movie. But you gotta love movies that throw like a sprinkle backstory. Like that's all you need just to know. Just a sprinkle. I like, love... oh, she was a, he was an ex-marine. And you know what I just realized? In the film, You're Next, the main character, I can now remember her name at the moment. Let's just call her Tara. That's definitely not her name. She, <laughs> this, I don't know if have you ever seen You're Next? I have not. All right, basically, this woman is with her boyfriend and she's going to meet the family for the first time. It's like a family getaway. Okay. And they suddenly get targeted by people wearing masks that are killing them like the the sister died everybody dies spoiler alert but (laughs) the girlfriend who was like the main character she's very good at defending herself and another character like asks her like how are you this good and she literally just says like i had like a weird home life like i grew up on like a survival land like she just, that's it. And like, did she doesn't go into it. And she then they talk. just accept yeah. it. And they don't go into like my father maybe like learn how to do it. No, she just said like I shoot I grew up in like a survival camp. And that was it. And that's all you need. Like sometimes you don't need to go into this deep backstory of why these characters are so good at the way they but are. I, I want it. I want backstories. I would I would have been that one like supporting character that would have been just like, can you can you dig a little deeper into that because I really need to understand like what the fuck that is. But also at the same time it technically can stop a character from being considered Mary Sue or Marty Sue because have you ever heard of that term? I feel like I've heard of it. A Mary Sue and a Marty Sue is basically a character that without any kind of training is fantastic in the end. So Ray from Star Wars is considered one, as well as Luke from Star Wars is oh, considered one. Right. Where even though they were not trained as Jedi's, they have all this oh, power. That's right. just an example. But by saying that, like, oh, my father was a Marine, that's how she knows how to shoot. By saying I grew up on a survival compound, that's how she knows how to survive. Got it. So that's all a right. fun trick that writers can do. I like that actually. So what's our oh. next point? So they um, do end up blowing. So she does end up shooting it, and it blows up. So that's one bot down. I believe there are three. There's supposed to be four, but only three come to life, if I remember correctly. Yes, it, it, I believe it was three. Um, I wrote something about Greg. Apparently, he got yeeted. Yes. I think he literally just <laughs> yes. from, like, the balcony in, in the second floor. I was 
I, I think we literally wrote Great Guy Gide too. I literally did. Also, <laughs> we haven't said the best part. The Killbots have a catchphrase. Oh, God. After every single Every time kill, they kill somebody, they're just like, thank you. Have a nice day. Because they're supposed to be like. They're supposed to be security. Polite security. Polite security. So which they're is always fantastic. saying, thank you. Have a nice thank day. Thank you. Have, have a, a nice, nice day. day. Like, that's committing war crimes. Okay, I don't know why, but I guess there was a mannequin in one scene, and I literally wrote that mannequin is packing. I guess there so, was a hot mannequin. No, in so the what they wanted to do was the they set up the mannequins in front of the mirrors. Yeah. And they hid behind the mannequins. And apparently one of the mannequins was looking one of the, good. <laughs> one of the mannequins was looking good, but good what they did was they right. tricked the killbot, the second killbot, to shooting at it so then after they shot the mannequins the mirrors were there because i don't know if you realize this lasers can explode head but a mirror will work as like fucking magic and the laser blasted off and bounced off of the mirror and shot the killbot killing the second one i believe yes that yes I do remember. and then there was one but there was more loss after that more people died Stop, who have lost died what did the notes say my boy rick he died. Rick had to go, which is a shame. Rick, wait, does it say how Rick died? Because I remember, and it's bullshit. Linda and Rick had the I worst really deaths just, ever. I literally just wrote Linda dies dumbassardly. I'm she actually gets... going to go through the plot right now. Yeah, please do. <laughs> and then I just wrote, Rick, my boy. Because no. I, I want you to remember, by this point, Greg got thrown off of a balcony. Yeah. Um, Susan was set on fire. The one guy, two guys were stabbed in the neck, and the other girl's head was, like, exploded. Yeah. So, so far, we've had some pretty decent deaths. And then it's Linda and then Rick. So, yeah. please tell them when you get the chance okay. how both of them died. All right, this is what it says. Their plan works as they fire at the dummies, and one of them blinds itself with its own reflected laser. However, the blind protector three kills Linda and an enraged Rick rams a golf cart into it. A bolt electrically kills him. Yeah, so you get to see him have like shocks throughout all his body. The the look of it was neat, but I feel like Rick should have gone out in a blaze of glory. Yeah, right. Like because he he's my man. I love that guy. I, <laughs> oh, and you got and now you wrote some stuff. Let's down see what I wrote. Here. Oh, yeah, so I wrote, um, throughout this entire movie, Tony got cake, so this is me letting Tony O'Dell know he's packing you some nice booty. You got, you, he's fine. This right, episode's I, over. Nope. <laughs> Tony got cake. He's got a nice ass. At one point, <laughs> no, at one point, it's just Allison and Ferdy. They're the only ones left. Of course and, they are. <laughs> and the fucking... Killbot. I know they call like Protector One, Protector Two, Protector Three, but I'm calling them Killbot. Yeah. That's the original name. It ends up also like slightly yeeting him. It doesn't throw him off of the edge, but like it throws him against yeah. the wall Absolutely. and he's just knocked out. And I just wrote Ferdy wasted. Yes. And then like all the blood's coming out of yep. his head. Crazy. Allison's on her own, which is not something anybody thought because Yeah, I really did not expect her. I don't she, know. She she I guess from the beginning she has um what is that called? When you're the only girl left. The final girl. The final girl. girl. She has final girl energy. Yeah. So she sneaks into a pet store. She gets covered in snakes. She gets covered in spiders. It's almost like she's covered 
and cobras. Okay, you know what? You gotta go. You need to get out of here. This episode was sponsored by Cobra Kai season four. Check it out on Netflix now. It's not. It's you not. Know, yeah. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, it you just dropped it today. Like, get <laughs> a notification on my phone. Like, oh, and I'm just like, mom, get your oh, We gotta watch. <laughs> Abby, let's go. Abby, let's, let's go. Let's go. Cobra Kai. <laughs> and for whatever reason, I decided to write the 80s mall has everything. Guns, spiders, <laughs> killer robots. <laughs> so obviously, Allison is on her own. She's pretty sure that Ferdy is dead. She had watched all of her friends die. She sees the flare that she still has in her bra. And what she decides to do is she leads the final killbot. She leads the protector. I believe it's protector two that's still left. I think protector three was the one that got electrocuted that yes. shot itself. Yeah. She leads it into a paint store and she uses like paint thinner and everything to oh more or less God. make like a very flammable area. Yeah. She takes the flare and she looks this killbot in the eye and she says, have a nice day and shoots the flare. <laughs> and this shows you different angles of the shot. You right? see like... this thing explode all over the way. And she's gone and she's gone. She runs, she thinks she's the only one left, and then she looks up, and she sees her man, Ferdy. With a huge roll of, like, Scott <laughs> toilet paper, paper, like, on his head, on I guess, head, to, you know. Absorbing the blood. <laughs> so much blood, though. How did he, how did he live from that? I'm sorry, I don't, I don't know. know. But also, we forgot to mention that Ferdy also has catchphrase when it comes to Allison. <laughs> nice <laughs> shot! Three times! Three times. Three! So the first time he said it was when they were making out. She shot like a wad of paper towel or paper. She threw something oh, into the right. trash can. And he was can, like, nice and shot. And he was impressed. And then, of course, she shot the kill bot from across the way before we find out that it follows a Marine. That's yeah. like why she said it, because he says nice shot. Because he was like, shot. nice shot. And she's like, my dad was an ex-Marine. And, and, like, and then, of course, also, I just want to point out where Ferdy was standing. He would not have seen her shoot the flare. That's but right. that's movie logic for you. I think he probably just assumed. And he, he thought, she, she, did two, she did two shots already. Yeah. Third time's a charm. He probably thought, third time's a charm, so I'm going to say it again, and I'm going to win her love. But they kill the, they kill the protectors, they kill the killbots. Supposedly, through if you watch throughout the entire credits, you can hear another one turning on, and you hear, um, like, thank you, have yeah, a nice, nice day. day. <laughs> so it, it has like a, a slight ambiguous ending, but... I guess I, I wish they had done that earlier because it would have been so much better if like you see them you because they hug like yes. she comes down they hug it would have been so much better as they're hugging you can see another one like reeling forward yeah it would have been so good but you know what we can't have oh everything now before we get into anything else Ellen and I love to do this little thing because we are very remake friendly yeah and Ellen I want us to share who we would cast in this film if it was to be remade today ah. So I want you to tell who you would cast Mike. Now, Mike is the one that I believe was chewing the gum yeah. the entire time. Who did you cast? And for some reason, I wrote down Ben Hardy, known for Bohemian Rhapsody, EastEnders. Lady in White. Lady in White. The Woman in White. Woman in White? Yeah, woman the Woman in White. white. <laughs> we watched that entire thing, and I blanked on it. And he's also going to be in another movie called The Voyeurs. I'm still waiting for it to come out. Let's hey, go. Hey, I'm just saying, if he... It's supposed to be like a slightly like suspenseful movie, so I would love to see him in a horror movie. Yeah, it's I mean technically, Bohemian Rhapsody. Thriller. 
So Human oh. Rhapsody was like a horror movie if you thought about it. When you really think about it. When you really it, think yeah. about it, yeah. A little bit. Yeah. Uh got Tony O'Dell as technician. Oh yes. right, because you wanted him to come. Because because here's the thing. Every time we remake these movies, I always want to have one of the original cast members either reprise their role or just be in it in general. In it, now yeah. because they're supposed to be like in their early twenties, I would not want to cast fifty something year old Tony O'Dell. Yeah. With his love interest as, a, as with like a twenty year old love interest, so he could be the technician. I thought that would be neat. I actually had two. I I came up with this earlier today. I had two um actors that I think that I would want to play the technician as well. Because there's are two of them. There is supposed to be two of them. Yeah. So one of them I pictured either being played by obviously Bill Hader because I have to put him in everything. Everything. That's fine. Or this is gonna be weird. Steve Buscemi. Yes. Or is it Buscemi? Wait, hear me out. Imagine Steve Steve Buscemi, and he does his Spy Kids two, where it's like, yes. <laughs> you, he, <laughs> when he's talking about the kill boss, he's like, do you think the robots? Be- <laughs> what was that? Well, we think it was like, do you think? Do- oh my god! I was like, do you? Do you it think was- God? No, it's do you think God stays up in heaven because he fears what he created down yes. on Earth or something along those lines? Was- but he'll say it about the kill boss. Yes. Oh my god. I, no, he I says also, the same. He says the same exact line, and then he pins to the robots. Yes, absolutely. I also think the role, the character, the technician. He, I, I want him to have a bigger part. Yeah, you only, only got to like, see him in the beginning because I, I feel like he would actually be a good addition also, to the story. He's the one who Steve Steve Buscemi is officially cast as the janitor. Oh my god, done. Done. Yeah. All right, who else do we have on the cast? We also got. I don't know how to read it. Dacre Montgomery from Stranger Decorate. Things. Dacre Montgomery, who plays Billy. Rick. And he would play Rick. Rick, our boy Rick, he could do it. He would be so good. He, he would be so good. He was, listen, I know this movie gets a lot of shit, but I love the Power Rangers. I love that movie, and he did great in that, so make <laughs> it happen. And we got uh, the play Ferdy, Justice Smith. Yes. I think he would be really fun in it. He's adorable. He's adorable. <laughs> Stream his new show on HBO. I think it's on HBO. Oh, he's got a new show coming. Yes. Yay. Um, you're not... I have Olivia Cook mm-hmm. as Leslie mm-hmm. just because I am a fucking bitch. Yep. <laughs> but I'll respect those seriously. I, I do think Watching with your exes is hard. It's fine. Listen, other people do it. You can do it too. All right. Beanie Feldstein as Allison. Done. Done. Done deal. I love and, her. And this is going to be weird, but we did talk about this. Anya Taylor-Joy as Susan. And yes. you said, yes. and tell him why, because you had a really good reason. It was actually really, like, smart. The only reason I could think of is because she would have been the most known name person, but it, when you told me, okay. I, I generally don't, we talked about this so long ago. Yeah, you were saying that because she was really well known in the movie um in the movies like glass and um the, the one before glass what is that name the one with james mcavoy god damn it god damn it anyway, why didn't we write it down i don't know because we're because i'm stupid anyway but she was in this movie with james mcavoy split Split. Thank you. Yes. Anyway, she was in Split, and she, which is also the the second installment on the in, Invincible. 
Unbreakable. Unbreakable. <laughs> oh my god. But um, she was in that, and she was really good at playing basically uh, the final the girl. The final girl, yes. And you were saying how people would expect her to play the yes. final girl, yes. but instead have her play Susan yes. to and kind so of be the one that keep, would, like keep, you would see Beanie's Beanie, and you would expect her to not be the final girl. Yes. Even though like she's very likable, and the whole point of being a final girl is like have like this girl next door type feel to you. But you would see Anya Taylor Joy or Anya Taylor Joy. And you think, oh my god, she's gonna fucking destroy these robots. Yeah, and then and she, then she gets set on fire. Set on fire, you know. <laughs> um, we got also Zendaya as Linda. Yes, I think her and Decker would. Yes, would have really good I think chemistry. Her and, Decker would be great. and I don't know why I wrote this, but I did. Finn Wolfhard is great. I think I want to see him get I just want to see my son get yeeted. Is that, Ori is that, that originally? I believe we had Timothy Chalamet as well, but somebody on Twitter and Tumblr said we have to stop uh, putting that malnourished rat boy in that things. Hurt <laughs> me. Like I get it, but like, also I just don't see him in this type of movie yeah. anyway. So no offense, like he's very talented, but there are just certain genres I just don't see certain actors doing. Do we miss any cast members? Um, we got okay. So remember in the first scene where these, oh God, this like yeah. married couple kept asking questions and complaining about the robots because in the beginning after they fake you out with this like uh, instruction video of how these robots are going to be trained for the mall this guy is explaining like why they're made and da 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 and then these two people in the audience are just being like what is this why are you here i don't want to do this i'm hungry and i pictured I kid you not, Jason Sudeikis and Kristen Wiig playing that couple, but specifically as their reoccurring SNL characters, two a-holes. Yep. Just chewing the gum and just being like, oh my god, they could be, they could be Mike's parents. Because they're chewing the gum. Yes. And they'll just be like, babe, like robots, <laughs> robots are stupid. <laughs> no, yes. Just, but yeah, that's all I got. <laughs> now, we thought of something earlier before we showed this podcast. And I noticed that I could not think of a single film where a serial killer, because again, this whole movie, the, the posters you've seen, everything, it makes you think that there's going to be a serial killer in the shopping mall. And I could not think of a single movie where there was one. We've seen like eight-legged freaks where like creatures are at the mall, yeah. but there's no serial killer at the mall. So we found an article by Screen Rant called 10 horror films that will make you terrified of shopping malls. And we just want to go through it and talk about it real quick. Yes. Okay. So the first one is called Night of the Comet, which you said the actress who plays Allison was in it as well. It says here, a forgotten classic from the 80s. Okay. <laughs> Debatable. Uh, tilts uneasy on the line between horror and science fiction. But then a lot of movies do. All right, number 10, uh, that was number 10. Number nine, we have Sorority Babes in the Slimeball Bolorama. I have never heard of that film. Yeah, me either, but that's a tongue twister. Let me and it you. says, contender for the best title of a horror movie ever, Sorority Babes in the Slimeball Bolorama sketches the shopping mall. I can't read, apparently. Conceit? Conceit, I can't read. I can't read either, don't feel bad. <laughs> And it's a bowling alley, but I guess like a bowling alley in the mall, because that was the thing. <laughs> but this location of a bowling alley where three sorority pledges have, have to steal the trophy to make the cut. Oh Doesn't God. go well. The trophy actually belongs to an imp 
And the next thing you know, they're being hunted down and killed one by one. A cheesy and goofy kind of horror movie with really no sense to it. It nevertheless transforms a place of relative safety into into a a kill zone. (laughs) Not a lie, I would kind of love to see that. I would actually, I would see it. I would watch it. Because it does, it sounds just so crazy. Like, okay, so coming in at number eight is called Hide and Go Shriek. (laughs) Oh my god, these these outfits are crazy. This 1988 slasher movie is mostly forgettable, but it falls into the category. The shopping mall is a furniture store in this one, but the retail horror is pretty much the same. A group of teenagers get trapped there by a serial killer and have to stay alive through the night. The title references the hide-and-go-seek children's game, obviously, which is just part of a wobbly plot that also involves them staying in the store the night of the graduation from their high school. Oh, that's fun. I will not lie. I've heard of hide-and-go-shriek before. I genuinely thought it was an R.L. Stein book. Because that type of title is something up his alley. So when I heard of it, I genuinely thought it was a... Like a Nickelodeon yeah, movie. It, oh, oh my god. Yeah. They missed out on the opportunity. Let me tell you. Maybe. The next one, number seven, is Dawn of the Dead, the original, and technically it would be the remake as well, which is a George Romero film, obviously, about survivors of a zombie apocalypse hiding out in a mall. So again, kind of along the alley, but it more fits into like the creature element breaking yeah. into mall and killing you yeah. not so much being hunted down by monsters number six the phantom of the mall eric's revenge <laughs> oh my god absolutely so favorite. instead of being this mysterious sexy phantom he's just a regular guy whose house is going to be torn down so a new shopping mall can be built this de- <laughs> the developers dur- burned down his house with eric in it but he's not having it he gets his revenge by haunting the eventual mall and living in the basement beneath, not unlike the character from the original musical. I would see that. I would see that. And also, I will say, there will be a future episode of us probably ranking best adaptations of oh, Phantom of the yes, Opera. absolutely. And speaking of R.L. Stein, because I believe there was a Goosebumps episode. If not, a, what was... Oh, no, an Are You Afraid of the Dark episode. Uh, that that was like phantom s that will be discussed because okay. the phantom of the opera is, sits very well in our hearts it really does it really is. all right number five is elves elves is a christmas movie nope but it's not like any christmas movie that's ever been made before okay gremlin <laughs> i think that's on here too the plot is fairly complicated for the fact that the story ultimately ends up with a teenage heroine trapped in a department store the young woman named Kristen finds out she's the Oh my god! I didn't even read the plot! A young woman named Kristen finds out she's the subject of a Nazi experiment involving elves in an attempt to breed them with humans, creating a Superman race. They are saved by, believe it or not, Santa Claus. No. This one's a bit on the wild side. Absolutely not. I kind of want to see it. I do kind of see it. Well, watch it at Christmas. It'll be a Christmas time. Merry Christmas! Yeah, Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas time. Happy holidays. Number four. Number four. (laughs) The Mist. Which bothers me because I I can understand a... I can understand if it's a department store. This is a supermarket. This is not even the mall. Isn't and, it more of a general store too? You say? Yeah, it's like a, <laughs> it's it's based off a Stephen King short story. Oh, very good. Completely goes off the rail 
And I will say it's one of those movies where the ending is more realistic than satisfying. But if you like Stephen King, if you haven't watched already, watch it. Basically, again, creatures. Creatures come out of come out of the mist and they hunt you one by one. So that's fun. There was also like a short-lived TV show, I believe it came out in like 2018. Really? 17 or 18 oh, about it. Wow. That was very different from the movie, but interesting all on its own. Number three, we got Gremlins. And if you have not heard of Gremlins or seen Gremlins, it's an iconic. I've seen enough of it's, it. I love it. It scares me Listen, too there was, much. I believe there was a Super Bowl commercial this year that had the actor right. played Billy and then someone playing his daughter. Yes. I, because again, not to uh, talk about the only personality trait I have, but I love Cobra Kai. So anything from the 80s you're going to bring back, if they're going to bring back Gremlins, I'm there for it because I watched that when I was younger. I feel like I really people have. would watch it. I just can't get over that one scene in Gremlins where she talks about, like, she thought, like, she, her, she, dad like goes, her dad was dressed as Santa, goes down the chimney, and he just burns to death or something. I don't even remember if he got burned to death. I remember he got stuck in, I think he went head first, got stuck in the chimney. And unfortunately, I believe he had a heart attack and he died there. And she's like, and that's how I found out there was no Santa Claus. So they, Merry they Christmas. Actually, they actually parried it, <clears throat> parodied it in um, Gremlins 2. Because Gremlins 2 is played more for laughs. Good. Fanta- yeah, if you've never seen Gremlins 2, it is a fantastic film. Because like they're very self-aware. It's great. Highly's just watching it. See, that I'll watch. I'll watch that because I know it'll be funny. But I'm now, not watching the first number one. Number two kind of annoys me because number two seems like a call-out because number two is Dawn of the Dead, the remake. Mm-hmm. They should have just packed it back on because it's basically the same thing. There's more survivors, but it's still trapped in a mall and creatures. Yeah. And number one, Ellen? It's Shopping mall. mall! Okay. So you know how they're like... A couple of these movies, they're, like, stuck in the mall and everything. Do you yes. think that low-key was the inspiration of that YouTube challenge? Do you remember? Like, a bunch of YouTubers, they would do this, like, video challenge where they would try to, like, stay in a store after yes. closing. Yeah. They'd be, like, hiding yeah. so the security don't kick them out. And then they try to pull an all-nighter. It's yeah. so... I didn't watch any of it, but it's so weird to me. And I wonder if they saw one of these movies and thought... Well, since these robots aren't even, like, real, I think I can do this. It wouldn't surprise me. Uh, There's also a Natalie Portman film called with, I believe it's Where the Heart Is. is oh, i And she one. accidentally gets locked in a Walmart. And she figures out that she can stay there with no one knowing. I guess they don't have overnight, like, security cameras. Oh, my God. Uh, fantastic film. Definitely worth watching one day. Very wholesome. But yeah, that's also another film. I feel like there's a bunch of films where you get like locked in things overnight. And then you kind of learn about it's like, like a survive the night exactly. type situation. And then you kind of learn things about yourself. Like, you learn things about yourself, about the people around exactly. you. Exactly. Like, and you know. <laughs> okay, so the next thing we're going to do is what we've been doing every episode so far. We basically take characters from whatever movie or show we talk about. We put them in a season of Big Brother, and then we're going to go and find out who would be the first to go, and then who would win the whole thing. Who do you, who do you think would survive? All right, first to go, hands down, Mike. He's getting fucking gum chewing. He's gotten outvoted. Get out of there. Uh, <laughs> uh, survive the night. I, feel, I know it's stereotypical, but I feel like it would be Allison. Oh, and you know why? He's got a nice shot. Exactly. 
exactly. Um, <laughs> I'm trying to think of who else. I think Rick and Linda would, it probably would be the similar order of the kills in yeah. Chopping Mall. That's who would go first. Uh, and like if it brought down to it's Freddy and Allison, Freddy would get himself out. He'd oh, he would himself out. He would He'd just, do anything for her. Exactly. He would just be like, you know what? You're just really good at this. I'm just going to give it to you. Ba, ba, ba. Like yeah, that sounded so weird. <laughs> I'm really that's that's a thing to ba, ba, ba. Ba, ba, ba. chopping mall. mall. It's a mall where no one gets chopped, and I will never forgive them for it. Believe it or not, this film does have very interesting music, like a really decent soundtrack. I, really, I could not name any of the songs, but the amount of synthesizers I really, that were used, especially that spaghetti western moment. They missed an opportunity in the in the montage where they're showing all the people working and all the people at the mall. They could have played Huey Lewis's um, Working for a Living. Was that out at the time? I, I want to say it was could actually. They afford it. Oh damn! That's it. A real damn fact. it! Probably not. I could. I don't remember a single song. Like I really don't. Because they probably couldn't afford like the yeah. bigger hit. But some of the songs they picked were good. Yeah. I had no issue. But I was just like, oh, I could totally hear like working for a living, working. <laughs> now, do you think this film is worth watching? I actually kind of do. Like, I think there's. It's I've seen it three times already. I watched it by myself because I wanted to watch a kill count, but I feel weird watching a kill count if I don't know exactly what movie I'm watching. Yeah. So I had to watch it for there. And then I watched it with Katie calling out to you. I watched it with my good friend Katie. We watched it at our respectful houses and then I watched it with you. And again, it's just a simple movie. Like yeah. there's really nothing remarkable about it, but for a film, like a horror film, there have been so much worse, so I really did appreciate this. Yeah. It was again, it's a survive the night movie. Yeah, it's very simple. You're gonna have fun watching it. it there are gonna be things that are gonna annoy you, like Mike's gum chewing. Yeah, the fact that they could shoot her in the ass repeatedly and then and her like, head explodes. Yeah, but I try to remind myself this is like quintessential like ridiculousness. Like a lot of eighties yeah. movies are like that, so I try to overlook. But at the same time, no one got chopped. That would be my only thing. If you were going to re, that. I would. If they were to remake this movie, I chop somebody. Either that, person. either that, or if you're going to have robots, make it almost be like a RoboCop type robot, when they could. Because at one point you do see in one of the posters, it's like that mechanical, almost like wolf-like hand. I want to see, like, because again, there's nothing you see a head in the bag. Nobody got their head pulled off. So I would love it if they remade this film, but they made it like an actual like tron like killer yeah that could chop you up that could make one of the heads a fucking like knife or something yeah, make like, it a machete yeah anything's oh, possible hollywood hollywood let's go let's go okay would would you want i had another idea for the remake actually i think not only should the technicians be a bigger part i think one of them turns the robots bad for whatever reason, come up with some BS reason. I don't care, but I just, I just will not accept the fact that these robots got evil because of the weather. Yeah, it's just stupid to me. But I would love to. They, can, they could pull a child's play remake because in the oh child's play, in the child's play remake, it was like an angry, not an angry creator. It was like an angry um, store worker. Yes. Like the people who made the dolls. Yeah. Like one of the employees, he was pissed off and he I think he also ended up I think it ended up killing him yeah. as well. 
but yeah, he he purposely made the doll, if not evil, he made it not work right. Yeah. So I think so. Make, I like, actually... literally make one of the technicians be the reason. Yes. Like he or... can be a disgruntled technician. He's yeah. not getting paid, or like he created them, but he's not getting any of the freaking work. So he figured out, ah, fuck that. Yeah. Oh my god, I had another idea. Okay. So you know what? In the original Child's Play, uh, the Chucky doll gets like possessed by like. It gets like the soul Charles of a serial killer. Yes. The soul of a serial killer goes in the doll. Yes. Imagine, okay, imagine the first scene is a flashback to the 70s. It's the serial killer and he's in these stores and he's just like killing people and blah, blah, blah. And then he dies. And then the soul of him is in one of the robots. I'm really surprised nothing like that is like How sci-fi, is that not cha- thing? sci-fi channel. Sci-fi channel. Let's go. I would watch it. All I want. And I also want working for a living to play in a montage. <laughs> That's our deal. That's Just it. all Huey Lewis, please. Oh my god, a horror movie where oh, every single like, entire soundtrack is just Huey Lewis songs. Y'all know what we're talking about? Come on. Oh my god. This has to happen. It has to happen. Come on. They already did. Did they not do that in American Psycho? Hey, that's what I'm saying. Come on. Do it. Do oh my it. God. You have so... potential. That's what I'm saying. I want to hear it. Hear us out. Huey. The news. The news. The hear news. us out. Hear us out. Please give them rights but, to your music. Please. But at the end of the day, I say definitely check this film out. Yeah. It's free on YouTube. It's free on YouTube. There are no ads. If I remember correctly, I don't think there were any ads. It's like an hour and a half long yeah. just put it on enjoy it like i said the cast is full of well relatively unknown actors yeah that didn't really go on to do anything spectacular their careers that they have are great because they stick to what they know which are horror films yeah um i would love to go to like a new york city slash con Ooh, and meet the cast because i know that be you fun. can do it by God, if Tony O'Dell showed up, you oh, would lose your oh, damn mind. Oh, I would drop Cobra Kai in a I'd have to be like, the Let's one. Go! And you know, you would push me into being like, are you Tony <laughs> O'Dell? And he would be like, yes. And I'm like, here you go. You can meet him now. Like, but we have to, to me before. But we have to do the thing where we don't mention Cobra Kai. We won't even mention this movie. But like, oh my God, I loved you in Head of the Class. Oh. And Jess, we'll be in our Cobra Kai merch. Yeah. We'll have like a fucking shopping mall poster. You're gonna have like, like a what's snake shopping tattooed mall? on your arm. I have my snake necklace there on. I'm go. getting my snake tattoo by the end of the year, and I'm gonna be like, what's Cobra Kai? What I love that? snakes. What's a cobra? What's a Kai? What's a Kai? Like, you Kai Kai? Like, you just know. took a picture with Ralph Macchio. Yeah, he's a short king. Yeah. Join the club, He's Tony. a handsome guy. I like he's that He's an movie. Italian man. I like the movie he did with <laughs> Eric Stoltz. I do not like the movie he did with Eric Stoltz. I and wrote we... the play. I wrote... No, wait. I'm... That was so loud. I'm saying apologies for your headphone music. <laughs> I shot the play, Jake. It's because I'm gay. Well, I'm not gay. I don't know what the fuck I am. <laughs> so if you have not seen Naked in New York, That's now is your time. Because Naked in New York will be an on an episode eventually. Definitely. <laughs> oh, my God. All right. I think with that, we have to end because you know how I feel about Eric Stoltz. I'm going to get on my rant about the Yeah, no, we're going to cut, cut it, it off cut it there. Off. Cut it out. Well, thank you guys for tuning in thank and listening to Trashy Talking. Are we trash or is the topic trash? Well, that's up to you to decide. Probably both. Probably both, especially for this one. Yeah. All right. Bye, everybody. Bye.